What is up? My name is Brady Silverwood. At 24 years old, I've sold a successful business called Sunny Co Clothing, which you might know from the viral red swimsuit on Instagram. In 2019, just like Forrest Gump, I ran across the entire United States of America. Now, anyone who has been successful knows there's no smooth road to success. The purpose of this show is to share our imperfect stories and empower you to chase your dreams as we chase ours. A lot of us think we need to know it all from the beginning. We don't, but we can't reach our dreams if we don't start. So, let's start! What is up? Welcome to the third episode of the Start, Start, Start podcast. I'm your host, Brady Silverwood. Um, If you've listened to some of the past episodes, you kind of know how this works by now, but we started off by sharing a positive story that we hear in the news in the hopes that you can listen to it and feel inspired to do some something positive in your community. So our first our story of the week today comes out of Roseville, California. Um, I just found this on the internet today. It's an amazing story. It has to do with a cab driver that was taking an elderly woman. She was 92 years old, and she wanted to go to a nearby bank. And on the way to this bank, apparently she was telling him why she was going to the bank, and she said that this IRS employee had called her and said that she owed the government $25,000. And this guy, just the way she described the story, he felt very uneasy about it and felt like maybe she was getting scammed. Um, So instead of taking her to the bank, he had her call the IRS employee to get some more information. And when they did that, apparently the employee didn't didn't remember this woman's name and, and... uh, blocked their numbers so that when they tried it again and again, and then uh, they ended up going to the police department and they found out it was a scam. So um, this this cab driver, um, his name was Raj Singh. Um, it's just it's it's just an amazing story because his job was just to drive her. You know, it wasn't to to talk to her and it wasn't to um, go out of his way to to do what he did. So. Um, yeah, I thought it was a really cool story. He saved her 25k. I've been scammed in the past, like when I was real young. Like I think it was a call to like my my house and something about me winning some free cruise trip, and I fell for it and lost like 200 bucks. Lesson yeah. um, learned so, is the IRS never calls you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, anyways, I thought that was a really really cool story. Um, Thank you guys for listening today and all the support we've had thus far. Today's episode is going to be amazing. I am like super pumped to have this guy on. His name is Ryan Westberg. So Ryan, like me, went to the University of Arizona. And with one of his buddies, he went, bear down, baby. (laughs) He went to a semester at sea. And on this trip, he, he really fell in love with traveling. And he decided with a friend that he would start this t-shirt company and over over a couple of years of doing this, man, he he got to travel to I want to say over eighty different countries, do do what he loves to do, which is travel, and he built a brand worth millions of dollars. And we'll get into all the success, but Serengeti was the company name uh, that he built, and he just recently left this company. But we are gonna get all into it today with Ryan. So 
you listening can uh, have the courage to start on whatever you're interested in. So anyways, Ryan Westberg, it's so dope to have you, man. Thanks for having me. And thanks for that amazing intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan's also like, out of a lot of people I know, he, you're just so modest. So like today, I'm going to brag about you because you, <laughs> he's never the type of person to brag about himself. Um, cool, dude. So yeah, the fact that we went to U of A, I feel like we've like from the the get go had that like kind of bond. Um, tell me about tell me about the the semester at sea and like did you did you know you wanted to start a company before that trip or like was that ever on your mind? I guess. Uh, it just happened like really organically. Honestly, I didn't go on the trip being like, okay, I'm gonna figure out something, start and start a company by the end. Uh, I was actually just like, I met my then co or now co-founder Jeff on the ship. And we had just seen like these incredible fabrics in the countries we were going to starting with Ghana. And we're just buying them because a thing on semester at sea is you pick up like one thing and you'll get it from like every country and it'd be like a way to remember it. People do like beer labels and just like random knickknacks and yeah, like our thing kind of became cool. fabric. And uh, then by the end of the trip, we had this huge pile of fabrics from all over the world. We wanted to keep traveling. And then we also wanted to like give back to the places we had seen because uh, we had just seen like pretty immense poverty all over the world too. So we wanted to see how we could make some sort of impact and not just like only travel. That's what I love too is like, when, when me and my friend started our company, it was just like, all right, we saw a trend and it was more so like something in the market that was like, oh, this this needs to be here. But it sounds like you kind of had that that uh, like purposeful mission from the start of like you want to support these artisans and, and help them in their local kind of small villages, right? Yeah, yeah, and like the idea evolved a lot because it went from like working with just like charities and grassroots causes to like my favorite part was working with these artisans and like even in Guatemala we created like a co-op down there where at one point we were employing like 25 people full-time just making like our Guatemalan fabrics and that's like what I loved the most because you could see like the direct impact you were having on these people's lives where they they didn't really have any opportunity or really like a chance uh in like where they were from so that like it was a really fulfilling experience. Yeah. So okay. So you get this fabric, and you come back to. Did you come back to U of A and like the the trip's done before starting Serengeti? So the idea really culminated night one hundred and eleven out of one hundred and eleven on semester oh at gosh, sea, wow. like on the top deck. We we're like, okay, we've got all this fabric. We have this idea. Like, let's just do it. What What do we have to lose? And myself at the time, before Semester at Sea, uh, I, like, who I was as a person was, like, very different in my goals and all that. Like, I was definitely, like, in Arizona. Like, I was in fraternity, partying yeah, all the too. time. But me I was, too. like, Semester at Sea is, like... It feels like a different life now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, my God, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I saw Semester at Sea as kind of, like, where I'd be changing. Uh, and I was looking for, like, some change out of that. And but never in a million years did I expect to come out with like a company. Um, but going back to kind of like the inception story, so really, like the day we got off the ship, we started to move forward with it, trying to figure out like how to make this a reality. 
And uh, we were able to launch within two months of getting back. And actually, holy shit, actually, uh, it was eight years ago yesterday, February 17th. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's actually crazy. So that was the day that This was the first year I didn't like uh, have massive nostalgia because uh, I've now almost been a year out, but. So, so that was like your first sale. That's when we launched the website. Okay. So tell me about that process just because like, I'm very familiar with it, but a lot of people, when they ask me how I started my company, they, they're really interested in like what I did first, for example. So when you guys got back, was it like, all right, let's come up with a company name. Was it like, let's come up with a logo. What are we going to sell? How did that? Yeah. So we knew we wanted to take these fabrics and make them into pockets on t-shirts. That was going to be our first thing. Just sew them on. Sew them on. So it was like a plan. Yourselves or were you going to get someone else? We're going to figure that out at some point. That doesn't matter. (laughs) It's just the concept. We had the idea. Yeah. Cool. And uh, then the thing would be like, wear the world. That was, we had the mantra down. It just made sense. Yeah. And uh, it was open for trademark, all that. Serengeti, um, we originally had it spelt the correct way with an I, but then we realized like SEO is going to be garbage. Also, there's like a sunglasses brand that had that already trademarked. So we're like, fuck. Back to the, uh, sorry if I swore. Um, no, no, it's all good. Man. It's all good. Uh, back to the drawing board. Uh, let's brainstorm. And it was like a week of just trying to figure out something, but we could never agree on anything. And then Jeff, my co-founder, came back with like Serengeti with two E's. He's like, we're starting with t-shirts. Let's this works and then yeah. the rest is history and wow but uh yeah so that's i guess that's how we came up with the name and then our launch strategy was pretty unique uh because this is i mean this is forever ago at this point 2012 like instagram wasn't even like a thing yet yeah uh, facebook didn't have advertising like it, facebook was still like just becoming a thing and i think uh, i heard too for your website like Probably because I I use like Shopify and didn't Wix exist. No, we I, had I the hard of hard to coded build a website. Yeah, it was hard coded. It was pieced together with like random like payment processing was like a huge issue. Like it oh, just was sure. very hard to do. So were most of your sales online, or would you do them like in? I don't no, even know in how line, online in was person, still how we know? were doing okay, it. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I bet they didn't even have, stri- was it Stripe? Square and Square yeah, all and that. Stuff? Yeah. yeah, actually, yeah, had no idea how <laughs> to do that. Um, but yeah, it was a different world back then. Wow. So another reason just to go it's for it ages. now. It's so <laughs> easy now. <laughs> you can get a site up and running in 20 minutes. Man, that is awesome. So, um, okay, so now you got you got the website going, you got the name got the products how did you uh let's say like make the first shirt how did you do that yeah um make the first shirt we were going to swap meets and then we found like some sewers there uh that was kind of like jeff's side of the business at the time uh and so we'd kind of like drop off fabric and some t-shirts and then come back a couple days later and they'd be sewn it was not like a very technical yeah (laughs) technical way but i think the better story was just kind of how we launched on social media yeah uh just because again facebook was like so new and we were like we have no money we can't like advertise we can't do anything to really get the brand out but what we did have is we now had friends on semester at sea scattered across the entire country at all the biggest schools uh how do we get them involved to help promote and we're like facebook so we just went out to the semester at sea community and then obviously friends and family from home 
Which, uh, like, they're already, like, you spent, what was it, 111 days with these people? Oh, yeah, you it was like family. such great friends. And everyone and, like, knew we were launching this, so we just asked them. So they them all wanted to support you, I'm In sure. some way, so yeah. we are like, okay, we'll give you a two-for-one shirt code if you just post on Facebook, like, this thing about, like, what we're doing, what the company is, and the link, and uh, change your profile picture to, like, our logo. And we thought maybe like 30 people would do it, but within a week, over 500 people around the country did it. And then we just started people we didn't even know that were just changing it because they thought the logo was cool. And then it became, it it went viral essentially, like if you could go viral back then. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of how we launched. Wow. That's amazing. So before, before launching, because, um, I mean, even in my own experiences, I feel like before you're about to launch something or start something, you think about all the things that could go wrong. Were you, yeah. did you have some of that? Like, No, we were totally and... naive. Like we oh, were, okay, just cool. had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. And I think that's like such a key, like just don't overthink it. You just have to try and like figure it out because yeah. all those downsides, you know, you'll just figure it out. Yeah. Like, but the most important thing is just that first step and trying it and going for it. Were there, were there some, uh, so that's kind of like your, your mental state Were there like outsiders that kind of said like, Oh, this is like a school project or something. Oh, like of that. course. Even my own parents, like, yeah. they're like focus on school. Like this is cool, <laughs> but you're selling t-shirts. You're gonna have to sell a lot of t-shirts what's to make up, this. What's, uh, <laughs> what's up Ryan's parents. Yeah, if you're no, listening to this they now. were very supportive no. eventually. But, <laughs> that's amazing. No, to um, start. Of course, but yeah, we I had, think that's how it always goes, though, you know? Yeah, and that's why I like to talk about that, because, like, I mean, we had, we had like, even a customer, I remember, like, maybe our fifth customer said to us, like, is this, like, a school project, guys? So then me and Alan would always say, like, oh, yeah, this is a school project, <laughs> check it out, you know? Yeah, it gives you a chip on your shoulder, though, and makes you want it more. So yeah. I kind of, I, I, I like those, the haters. A little bit of that. Um, cool, man, so... So you're going through Serengeti, um, s- still at U of A. Were you a senior? I was a junior. So that was midway junior. through my junior year is when we launched. And then, uh, yeah, I had a full year and a half left of school. Wow. And uh, that first summer is kind of when it started to actually like become something. Yeah. Uh, t- leading up to that summer, it was kind of like I'd get excited if there was like one sale a day. I remember, like, what's the longest street we can go where we're getting, like, one sale a day? Oh, that's cool. Uh, but then kind of our our breaking point was towards the end of summer when uh, this YouTube star at the time, Jimmy Tatro. Oh, do you remember Uve. Jimmy yeah. Tatro, dude? He was, like, before going to UVA, I would watch, like, his... Uh, like fraternity videos and stuff and i was just yeah. like oh i'm gonna do greek life at u of a this, oh this yeah this guy's hilarious i mean at the time he was he was like one of the biggest youtube stars like yeah before like youtube is what it is today where there are a ton of different stars um sorry i <laughs> maybe just take off my messaging on there i don't know okay my phone's on airplane mode <laughs> yeah. phone's going off during your that was it's all good. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, well, yeah, so he, so Jimmy Tatro was like, you were saying, one of the biggest YouTube, like YouTube stars. stars. And he was uh, a year younger than me at Arizona, but we had a ton of mutual friends. And I told him, like, what Serengeti is, what I was doing. I just had, wanted to give him shirts to wear in videos. 
uh, and then he like went above and beyond and like gave it a shout out in a video that had like a million views the first couple days. Oh, how dope is that? And, wow. Yeah, I know. Mean, shout out Jimmy and Christian. That was like <laughs> kind of our uh, our tipping point that turned us into like a real company that like crashed our site, gave us more orders than we'd ever seen before, gave us the cash to like move into our first space and warehouse and kind of like legitimize everything right going into senior year. Wow. And after that, that's when we started getting like publications all over the place. And yeah, uh, yeah. So that's kind of when it became like. So you're a like thing. a senior in college, and I mean, your sophomore year, this wasn't even a thought. And oh, now, absolutely not. Especially like, like fashion apparel yeah. is not even. Yeah. Like so a you're question. like a year and a half kind of into this. You're crushing it. Publications. You you just moved in a new new like warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yep. Man, that's like, that's blowing my mind right now. I'm just thinking of like, cause my senior year was when I was first starting, and then, that's that's wild. So you knew probably right then, after college, this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I think my second semester, I think actually like we had gotten written up in Forbes, and that's when I was like, this is what I'm doing. Like I'm not gonna apply for any jobs, and I was like going into second semester, and I was. Like, that this is it. Forbes is like the one. Like, Especially back then. Yeah. It, like it was kind of unheard of for like students getting in it and stuff. It yeah. It's a different world. I mean, just to tell you kind of like from my perspective how it was, when I was um at U of A in business school, like all of us, like literally everyone in the business school, like looked up to Serengeti and looked up to you and like you guys were like the success story at our school it was kind of just like it's almost like that um that one runner like once he kind of like broke that one time no one no one knew he could do a certain like do you know what I'm talking about is like the I think Roger Bannister okay he did like a I hope I don't mess this up a four minute mile oh yeah right? I know I know what you're talking about yeah yeah, yeah. And, like, is four-minute mile, does that sound like... Uh, I'm going to have to look He showed the world after. it was possible. Yeah, yeah pretty I, much I, it I was just one of those of things. Like, after he did it, then, like, yeah. so many more people did it. And you were kind of like yeah. that for us. Like, Damn. oh, wow, someone's been able to do this. Like, this is pretty dope. Um, yeah. Especially being... You got in, like, the bookstore, too, right? Yeah, that was, like, a huge revenue driver. And that was super fun because I could get, like, the entire school involved since Arizona was such a great place to launch something. Yeah. And uh, everyone wanted to support. And then, like, kind of the hack was we were able to get on Bursar. So, basically, you're <laughs> spending your parents' money <laughs> and without them knowing. I, I, know, I know all about that Bookstore hack. charge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Kids I are spending hundreds of dollars on Serengeti instead of their textbooks. <laughs> so, for people listening, if you don't know what the bursar is, pretty much, like, you get this amount of money. I think, for us, it was, like, $1,000. No, I think it was, like, 2000. two grand or something. Yeah. Way more than you needed. And uh, pretty much, like... Like the way they word it is like almost like it's like a gift card in a sense, but like someone has to pay for it. And usually these kids will just work up their, you know, they'll spend the full amount of their bursar and then their parents get a bill in the mail like once the school year is over. And like I just remember my freshman year, kids were like, oh, dude, I got this laptop, I got (laughs) this TV. And I'm like, dude, you know, like someone has to pay for this. But yeah, yeah, that was kind of the cheat if you could get them to buy the clothing with the bursar. Anyways, um, that's epic. So what um, 
like, let's say maybe that first year or even just like the whole lifetime of the company, what were some of the things that happened where it's like you guys really messed up? Was there any point where you're like, oh, oh, we're like, you know, done. Like, I don't think we can go on anymore. Or like, like really uh, in trouble financially. There were like, or... there were definitely a lot of issues throughout the company. I mean, it went in total waves of highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Uh, but specific instances, I mean, there was one point we just hired like a lot of people. And so we had kind of had to clear house at one point. That was hard. But I don't think there's ever like, oh my gosh it always would feel like the sky is falling but then yeah like you figure it out yeah. i'm i'm the person that always thinks the sky is falling and jeff would kind of be able to like take me off the ledge and uh get get me yeah get me settled but well that's I mean, good but, yeah there's so maybe many like an embar- any embarrassing stories where like you did something and you're just like oh this is not the smartest move or i mean we had s- a lot of issues. I mean, we started with five co-founders at one point and then a year and a half in there two. So, I mean, that's like a whole set of issues right there. Two years in. Wow. So, and so these are like your friends you're starting something with and you're like, uh, kind of figuring. So it was five of you initially from that first trip? Uh, it was myself and Jeff on the ship, but then we had brought on other people. Gotcha. And, uh, not, nothing really panned out. Yeah. I mean... It was just hard doing it with one other oh, person. Yeah. I can't no, imagine sure. three more because yeah. like, I think when you're first starting off, you just need to like make decisions and go. But like with five, I feel like it would be hard to be unanimous. Yeah. On. And you know, there's no roadmap. So it's like, why not include other friends? Like no one else is like, yeah. starting companies that you can like watch how they're doing it. Yeah. It was just kind of like by the seat of our pants at all times. Oh, that's kind of a good um, segue. Did you have anyone that like you had like looked up to that was doing it? That was honestly, I think that's business? actually a place where I've really like lacked is mentorship. Uh, and like, if I could do it all over again, I wish I had picked up like more mentors on like this whole this whole path. Uh, I thank God I've had my father. He's been like amazing. Uh, and he, he's lived a very interesting life, a very entrepreneurial life. So he's provided a lot of guidance, but I do wish I had like more, more mentors growing up. So he was, uh, he was an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yep. What did he do? Uh, he had like an executive recruit company and then got involved with like real estate stuff, but has always like just kind of done his own thing Yeah. Uh, and wanted me to do not that <laughs> anything but that really I, yeah he definitely wanted me to be getting a job but he loves it now that's cool yeah, yeah my my dad is uh he does kind of it's kind of real estate he does affordable housing and um he's kind of always been that that person that I, i'm like all right like it is possible you know and i just wanted to follow in his steps of like just starting something but he's been on the opposite side he's like really tries to recruit me hard to join the family company oh, i'm like the only one in the family that's not doing it right now yeah um but i'm i'm stubborn i'm like no like i like the yeah. i like the there's something about just like um starting something and like no one knows about it and no one is talking about it and then just to go through the you know like you were saying the roller coaster ride of it all and then finally, it's like everyone is like wearing it, talking about it, whatever yeah. you start. But um, 
Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I also don't want to, like, make it seem like it was all roses the whole time. Like, there definitely were major issues, uh, especially with, like, goods, like, clearing and getting lost and things like that. We had a huge, like, credit card fraud issue. Really? Um, so we we definitely had, like, a lot of issues, but kind of always had the mentality, like, we'll figure it out. We'll get through it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... um. Yeah, it's a it's a strong mentality to have that because um, you're gonna go through you're gonna go through so many issues whenever you're doing something yeah. like that. Now know? I feel like it's like giving me this armor. Like now that I'm a second time founder, like with this new company, I just feel like I've seen so much that I'm less phased by like getting because you're gonna get hit by stuff all the time, and I feel like I'm I'm less phased now that I've done it once. What do you think, like, helps you to do that? Just, like, uh, like kind of being able to see maybe the big picture? Yeah, like, and just, like, gonna... confidence that, like, the information's out there. You can get through anything. Like, you can figure it out, or you can find people that can figure it out for you. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and it was kind of similar to this of, like, people think that entrepreneurs are, like, really, really risky, and, like, we, we do take risks, but it's almost, like, calculated. Like, we don't try to do something that's going to be, like, all right, if this doesn't go well, the company's crashes, you yeah. know? So, like, as long as you take, like, I feel like um, small risks as you go yeah. on. It's yeah, like, I think that's good. But I do have to say we took many, many farm bets all right, throughout. Let's hear, let's hear one of these <laughs> I mean, any time yeah. going into holiday, like, we were a bootstrap company. We never took any outside investment, no loans, no anything. So, like, we always had... Uh, like cash flow was always like top of mind. Yeah. So like holiday season, we want to hit our goals. Like we got to put every mon- our money where our mouth is to hit those goals, and we just put everything into our holiday POs and just kind of like, like hope this stuff yeah, sells. Like, hopefully it sells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or else we got a I, lot. Yeah, of I kind of know that feeling with like just the time, like to to be able to uh, like plan all of that. Because if you're a little bit off, then you're stuck with inventory. Or if you oh yeah sell it too quick, then you gotta yeah, and then be able obviously to keep up sales with the and all that. And yeah. you don't want to discount if you don't have to, but sometimes you have to. Yeah, like I said, pretty much Ryan and me got connected when uh, my co- I think we got connected probably before we went viral. I we probably think, messaged you for advice and stuff. I think so. I remember when you went, I know exactly where I was when that was all <laughs> happening. I was in Hawaii, like with my girlfriend at the time. I'm like, what is going on? This is crazy. I'm just like refreshing, like yeah. the rest of the world is watching you. I'm like, holy shit, these are the guys that messaged me like a month or something ago. <laughs> so it was that. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder, I, I'm sure we just like, said how how we were like inspired by you guys and like we were probably like asking you for some type of advice i'm sure yeah i can't even i can't remember we'll what it was it but i remember on. like instantly going i'm like trying to respond i'm like there's no way and i think i that reached they, out to like a couple of friends that probably knew you i'm like let give them my number if they need anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah dude we we had like i just remember this the other day because marty and me did a, a our last podcast kind of like backstory on all the stuff I've done and TMZ was calling us like five times a day for a week. Like, <laughs> so crazy. Like it was just nuts. We no, were you guys so were the center calls. of the world for a um, period of time. 
Yeah, so so we got, and then I'd say like probably after that, we hung out in L.A. when I came out, and yeah. um, we've been you know good friends now for a while, but um, yeah, I don't really know where I was going with that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, how we met. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that is. I just drew a blank there. Hold on. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I know what I was talking about. So. Um, yeah, so I've been like following your company now for like a really long time, and like I'm literally wearing one of your shirts. Yeah, I have a lot of the more. other pocket mm-hmm. tee, like pineapple ones and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, my, f- what do you think? Like my favorite product is, and I still don't have one, but I just like love um, what the product itself like does scratch for map. people. Yeah, so okay. <laughs> he has this scratch map, and it's like the whole world. Um, on this map and pretty much once you travel a spot it's really colorful and then you'll scratch it off and it's just like it's perfect it completely fits your brand because you've been able to build this company and travel the world everywhere and um, yeah tell us tell us kind of how you came up with that concept and then how you rolled it out too yeah I mean uh, I mean the scratch map itself like it had been done we just kind of put our own spin on it because we're like this is so perfect for our brand uh but yeah we launched that i don't even know four five years ago at this point uh but it became like a staple of the brand it just fits so perfect with our mantra like we started with wear the world and then travel more became like a huge thing for us because that was it, it was true to the brand it's true to like us like we were living this like digital nomad life and so we wanted something where we could like scratch off the places we had been and uh yeah then we what does what does yours look like <laughs> it My looks nuts. Uh, i bet like you don't have many more spots to scratch off. plenty more i've been to like almost 90 countries but uh wow i mean there are 196 so i'm, I was not, gonna I'm ask not even you halfway how many, how many countries <laughs> are I'm not even halfway so that's insane did you ever have a teacher named uma shanker i don't think so okay because her husband i think had been to like Something like 170, 160. Was yeah, nice. that was a dream at one point, but not for me anymore. Once yeah. I was finding myself in some places where I'm like, do I really want to be here? Mm-hmm. Or am I just trying to like get another like notch on the belt, you know? Interesting, yeah. Um, okay, and then also what was like, because I remember you did something like so creative when you when you ran the, the ads on Facebook. Oh, we just had these ads that would just go viral. It was just there, it was, it was like, like the a very or it something. was a very fast paced uh, like ad of like scratching and then rolling the map out. Honestly, probably a lot of people have seen them because they would get like millions of views. But they were it was crazy because they were ads, but the engagement was insane. Like people tagging themselves, yeah. sharing it. Uh, it was, was like it, a whole I, I, thing. I'm, rem- I'm trying to remember. I thought like the targeting specific, it was like maybe they had been oh, wanting go- to go on vacation or oh, something Oh, yeah, yeah. With like Facebook that. targeting, I would uh, I would go hard on people that were, because on Facebook you could target people that have returned from trips like within a week or two weeks. And I would just spend so much money on those people because it was like guaranteed that they, you like, know the they like to travel and they get the mind. travel bug. Yeah, I would yeah. Go, I would, do a lot of uh, demographic and interest-based targeting on Facebook. That's amazing, man. That is so but cool. Yeah, just go hard on those around the holidays because it's such a good gift too. Yeah. So what what was probably like in your whole experience of running the company, like if you could say talk to a Ryan Westberg that is maybe 
just going to go to college and give him some advice on like, you know, anything that you've learned through Serengeti, what would it be? I mean, it kind of goes back to like the theme of this podcast. It's like, if you have an idea, just start it. Like it doesn't need to even turn into anything to be like the greatest experience of your life. Uh, I mean, Serengeti, it was essentially kind of like a project at the beginning that turned in, like took my life on a completely different direction and, and like kind of the ride of a lifetime that yeah. let me like live my twenties, like a dream. Yeah. And it was all just from just trying and trying something new that was like outside of my comfort zone. And, uh, that it's led to so many opportunities just from trying. So I think the advice would just be try a lot of things and who knows if it becomes something, but the worst case you just put yourself out there and like went for it which is just like really good like muscle to be uh working on yeah i mean i'm i'm such a fan dude like like <laughs> straight up like i've always admired you and and what you've been able to do and like the fact that you fit this brand around your lifestyle is what i love so much and um i remember when our brand was growing so much we would have like so many outside opinions of like you need to you need to scale it to this size and do this and that and like I felt like you always had such a great um balance in a sense of like you're you wouldn't go outside your brand just to make some extra money it was more so like it always had to fit your mission and fit your kind of like lifestyle so you always just stayed true to your brand and I respect it a lot I appreciate that yeah (laughs) <laughs> not to say that but yeah travel is just like a huge part and then our giving back and all that and just trying to make a difference yeah. that's awesome man okay and last last thing i just want because yeah. this is just like amazing like absolutely amazing how met with serengeti and I, I think you also said like with your maybe new brand how many products have you been able to sell uh i guess like in my career i th- figured out like over the holidays i've sold over a million products online which is a cool i thought that was like over a cool my, a million <laughs> products online that is just like blowing my mind right now i mean when because like when i left we were at like hundred sixteen thousand orders i think and i thought that was like, i mean that, that is a lot though no, that is like, so <laughs> many first of all like don't don't but, say that's not a lot no no but, i'm just like i'm like thinking no one can like even 10 visualize. times that like yeah. and you just started with you just started with like shirts yep sold a lot of shirts <laughs> and that's that's why like i love this one so much is because it's so simple and people i think think that they need to come up with with you know instead of innovate they think that they need to like invent something like totally change the game uh, but it's like simplicity always reigns all unreal dude i love it um okay so we kind of finished off the episodes with um just saying maybe one thing that you're grateful for or thankful for so um just because like gratitude i love it and yeah you can go first uh i guess what i'm always thankful for is just being healthy i think that's the one thing it's hard not to take it for granted when uh when you are healthy so just want to always bring that back in and try and like focus on my health and make sure 
not only my physical, but mental health is strong. Yeah. Uh, definitely have had issues over the years. So Me too. Lots. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, being an entrepreneur is really hard. It's and wild, man. Trials and tribulations. And yeah. So I guess health would be what I'm grateful for at this moment. Um, okay. Uh, so I'm going to kind of personalize this to the episode. I was thinking about it today, but honestly, having like people like my dad or... You know, there was an experience where I had the Tom's co-founder come and speak to me in my class. Um, it was study abroad, Buenos Aires, Argentina, with U of A, and um, and then Blake just, Mikowski went down there. It yeah. wasn't Blake, so it was another co-founder, one of maybe the first guy he had started it with okay. in Argentina, um, and then to like have you and and Jeff to like look up to as like these guys did it. I think that that helped me so much because like. You know, there's just so much, there can there can be a lot of, I was kind of naive like you, but there was a lot of outer doubt and I didn't let that get to me because I knew it could be possible and I knew like I could almost relate to these people. Like you went to U of A, so I was yeah. like, oh, like yeah, maybe, maybe there's a chance I could pull something off. And um, also I just thought of one story that I didn't share with you, but Let's hear it. I was, so that was kind of my thankful thing. Um, I was going to do semester at sea uh with alan and that was gonna be let's say my junior uh my junior fall semester and we got into the program we were all excited to do it and this was like we were planning on starting sunny skirts in the fall of 2016 and then we got into the semester at sea program so we're like oh whatever like we'll go do this and then our credits weren't going to transfer over, so we had to, like, nix the trip. And because of that, we started our Sunny Skirt. So, like, ironically with you, if you didn't go on Semester at Sea, Some, like, who knows? And then with yeah. me, if I did go on Semester at Sea, who knows? You and know, the so. bigger twist is uh, not all of my credits did transfer, and oh. that's the reason I do not hold a college degree. Oh, it's because of semester whoa. at sea. <laughs> that is so, a really good yeah. twist there. I love that. Um, well, bear down. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course. I hope you all enjoyed listening and see you soon. Peace. We all have 24 hours in a day, and you chose to spend part of your day with us. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And we hope you go out there and act on your dreams and ideas. You know what you have to do. Don't overthink it. Just get started. I'll see y'all soon. Until then, let's get it.